Okay, good morning, everybody. Good to be back. Uh, very excited to see everybody here at Adas, ADM Shachas, going strong, full minion. Um, and we are going to continue on uh, with the final section of coming late to davening. So, so far we discussed what exactly we defined tefillah b'tzibor, what it means to daven with the tzibor. Um, and then we got into if a person uh, davens consistently slower than the minion. Uh, what he should do, should he skip, um, or is it better to daven at his own pace without skipping? Uh, then we got a little bit into if a person does come late to davening, uh, what he should do, uh, what parts of davening should he should he skip? We mentioned at the very least he should always daven Barsha Amar Ashrei and Ishtabach. If he's Ashkenazi, if he's Sephardi, then he can skip Sukkot altogether. Uh, but Ashkenazim, at least Barsha Amar Ashrei and Ishtabach. Uh, and then we mentioned the six different tiers. We had different tiers of uh, what a person should skip first uh, and what should come last. Um, and then we got into the question of whether a person can skip the beginning tefillos, um, like Al Natilas Yadayim, Elokai Neshama, Birchas Hatara, and Birchas Hashachar. Uh, so all the beginning tefillos that a person says before uh, we get into Psuke de Zimra. Are those things that a person can skip if he comes late to davening and he needs to catch up in order to daven Shemona Esrei together with the Tzibor? Are those things that uh, a person can skip or not? Uh, so the last week, I'm not sure if people are still, <laughs> still remember, uh, but we mentioned that there's four parts that we have to go through. Uh, there's four iffy parts, whether a person can skip them or not. Number one was Elokai Neshama. Uh, and we mentioned that Elokai Neshama is questionable if a person can skip it or not because later in Shmona Esrei, if a person does skip Elokai Neshama, then when he davens Shmona Esrei, he's going to say, Barchata Hashem Echaye HaMesim, who revives the dead, which is the same concept as Elokai Neshama. Um, and we mentioned that according to some poskim, once you say Mechaye Mesim, you already fulfilled your obligation of the bracha of uh, and therefore a person would not be able to repeat and therefore a person cannot skip because he's going to lose his opportunity for the bracha of uh, once he skips it uh, so we mentioned that despite that we, we went through the Bir Halacha um, and the Mishnah Bura um, that a person can, can skip if he needs to um, but he should try and have Kavana not to be Yotze when he goes through Mechaya Mesim. We mentioned that that's a bit of a black belt move because uh, it's tough. First you have to skip Elokai Neshama, then you have to remember in Mechaya Mesim not to be Yotze, and then after davening you have to remember again to go back and say Elokai Neshama. Uh, so it's a tough move, and Elokai Neshama you're probably not going to save that much time. It's probably a minute and a half, uh, maybe a minute that you're going to be saving. Uh, so a person can skip Elokai Neshama if he needs to, um, but he should remember to go back, and uh, the best is to have Kavana not to be Yotza and Mechaya Mason. So now we're going to get into Birchas HaTorah, uh, and this is going to be a big controversy whether a person should skip Birchas HaTorah uh, if he's late to davening or not, uh, and it's basically going to be uh, Talo, it's going to depend on two different factors. One is that you might be fulfilling your obligation of Birchas HaTorah when you say, uh, Ava Rabba or Ava Solam. Um, so when you say Ava Rabba, uh, again we go through uh, the same Bilibenu Bina Lahavinu Lahaska and we daven to Hashem uh, that He should give us uh, the knowledge and the wherewithal to learn Torah that day. Uh, so that, in essence, is some kind of pseudo Birchasa Torah. 
Uh, so we're going to have to go through whether one says, when, when one says Avarabah, does he fulfill his obligation of Birchas Torah? And if he does, then uh, if you skip Birchas Torah, you wouldn't be able to say it again afterwards, after davening, uh, because you already fulfilled your obligation once you said Avarabah. So that's going to be one factor that we have to discuss. Does Avarabah fulfill uh, your obligation of Birchas Torah? And the second factor is, are you even allowed to say Psuke de Zimra without saying Birchas Torah first? Because Psuke de Zimra are Psukim, right? Psuke de Zimra, they're Psukim of Song to Hashem. Uh, so if you say that, that, that's some type of learning because you're, you're discussing Psukim, uh, so then you have the obligation before you do any kind of learning to say Berchas Torah first. Uh, and in such a case, you wouldn't be able to skip Berchas Torah even if you're late to the to the minion and you need to skip in order Birchas Torah in order uh, to make Shmona Eser together with the Tzibur, nevertheless you wouldn't be able to skip it because you can't say uh, the any any psukim uh, in psukim Zimmer or afterwards um, in the Birchas Kriya Shema you wouldn't be able to say any of that without first saying Birchas Torah. Therefore, it would be an unskippable a part of davening that we wouldn't be able to skip. Um, why do we? Uh, why doesn't it work the other way? That you've already said skip the other part. Meaning what? Oh, skip Avarab. Well, yeah, yeah. Why do you say yeah. it? You know, why doesn't it work both ways? Because uh, Avarab is one of the Birchas Kriya so you need it before before Kriya Shema. Haboche Bramo Yisrael Be'Ava and Yotzer Hameoros are one of the two. They're the two brachos that that were supposed to that were instituted before Kriya Shema. Uh, so those we need as the Birchas Kriya Shema, uh, and therefore we we don't skip them. Um, are you asking why specifically that section? No, of... I'm saying if, if you can't, if you don't, uh, if, if this part, if the one, what, something you've said earlier is um, included in the other part of it, yeah. then why doesn't it work the other way? That if you, if you say the first one, you don't need to say it, you should skip the other one. Mm. Uh, it's a good question. Well. Um, yeah. Mr. Berger is asking a good question, which is why do we repeat um, well, the... Right. So why are we mentioning Birchas HaTorah concept in Birchas Kriya Shema? Yeah. Mm. Meaning there's many things in the Birchas HaTorah of Abba Rabba or the Chaim One of those things is the Torah or one of those things that Hashem revivifies is that there are other things so it sounds like like it's a preparation for Shema, because Shema is talking about in Vehafta we talk about Vishnantam Levanecha, Vishiftecha, Bevesecha, Velechtech, Vader. When you wake up, go to sleep, you're always supposed to be learning and delving into uh, Shema, we say in the morning and night. Uh, we should always be, be learning, teaching it to our children, the Torah. Uh, so I guess part of the preparation for that is we mentioned this concept of, uh, of learning Torah and Hashem should give us uh, the insight to learn Torah. Uh, but it's not the main concept of, of the Birchas Kriyashma. It's just like a side, uh, w- like one of the things that we mention. Uh, the main place where we mention is Birchas HaTorah, uh, in the beginning where we dive into Hashem, uh, that He should uh, give us success in our learning. Uh, we should have a love for Torah. Uh, we thank Hashem for being chosen, that He gave us the Torah. Um, so, yeah, I guess we need to mention it both places. But one's more as an aside, in Avarabah, uh, and Birchas HaTorah, that's the main, the main focus. Uh, but it's a good question. Like, why, do, why are we repeating the concept later on, especially if it works from the, from the first one?
Um, okay. Um, so, uh, oh, so let's delve into the first. So we have these two problems with skipping Birchas Atara. Um, the first one being uh, that you might fulfill your obligation of Birchas Atara once you say Ava Rabba, and then you can't go back and say Birchas Atara again. Uh, and the second being that it could be you can't even daven uh, any of the Pesukim in Pesukim de Zimra and in Birchas Kriya Shema without first saying Birchas Atara. Uh, so problem number one, we'll tackle one at a, one at a time. Uh, we have the Shulchan Arach in uh, Mem Zion, Simon Mem Zion. Uh, and the Shulchan Arach says as follows. He says, Birchas Avas Olam, when a person says the Brach of Avas Olam, Poteras Birchas Atara, it does pater, it does fulfill a person's obligation of Birchas Atara, but on one condition. Imlamad miyad beli hafsek, only if a person learns right afterwards without a hafsek. Uh, so you can't have any half second between, and you have to go immediately into learning. And now he says, We can be misupik, Because when a person says, Avaraba, he then immediately goes into Kriya Shema. So is that Kriya Shema considered a learning? Because you're learning Pesukim in the Torah. Uh, so is that considered a learning or not? Uh, the Shulchan Aruch is misupik, he's not sure. And therefore he comes out, Therefore a person should be careful to uh, say the bracha of Birchas before he says Avas Olam. So the Shulchan Aruch is saying a person should be careful to say Birchas before Avas Olam, because once you say Avas Olam, even though you need to learn immediately after without a hafsik, it could be Kriya Shema fulfills that obligation of learning. Uh, and therefore, a person would already fulfill his obligation once he says Avas Olam. Therefore, you should be careful to say it before. Uh, let's take a look at the base Yosef in source number 27. And again, we're on page number 10. Uh, page number 10, source number 27. We have the base Yosef, and he says, The Kasav Maharia. The Ledivre Kulam. Habracha Sha'anu Mevarchim Baboker Yachala Omram Achar Tefilasa. According to the Mahari, um, everybody agrees that the brachas that we say in the in the morning, a person can say them afterwards. Uh, but the Rajba, he's not sure if a person can say birchas once he says avaraba. Uh, because you're going to patter yourself from birchas once you say avaraba. Um, this is the Beis Yosef speaking. He was in Spain, uh, and he says, according to the French rabbis, I'm guessing he means the Rif and, the, and Rashi, some of those. Uh, but so he says, according to the French rabbis, even though Ava um, Rabba is not going to pot our person from Birchas and therefore, even after you say Avaraba, you can still go back and say Birchas So the Beis Yosef is basically paskening like these, uh, like the like the French rabbis, whoever they are, um, that a person can say Birchas even after he already said Avaraba, he's still able to go back and say Birchas Is that only as long as he doesn't learn Well, you already have the hefsa because you continue on with davening and shmonas, right? Uh, and basically what... The Gemara says, if you said Ava Rabba, you don't have to go back. You're already part of the Birchas Atara. So it's got to work in some situation. It's not, that's not the Gemara. That's the Rajma. It's on the Gemara. Is it? Yeah. <coughs> Meaning it's got to work in some instance. There's got to be some situation where you say, okay, you did Ava Rabba, you don't have to do Birchas Atara. Mm. So I'm, I'm just suggesting that maybe you didn't learn straight after Dabni, and therefore the Ava Rabba didn't go on anything. Yeah. 
Uh, but it could be the, the davening itself is a hefsek. So once you daven. So th- that's the question is, is Kriya Shema considered learning right after or not? Even if, and then you, if you, if you learn right after davening, immediately after, right? Well, it, it says, well, all it says is that if you said Abba Rabbi, you don't have to go back. Mm-hmm. So, so you could insert, if you said Abba Rabbi and you learned straight after you finished davening, then you don't have to go back. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which is what the, the Shulchan Aruch mentions, is learning right after, uh, right after davening or not. Uh, so it could depend on that. that and that's what it says. It says but but here you... Having said that, the Birkas is poteres korayon, meaning... Right, because uh, if you don't have specific kavana, otherwise, um, like Mr. Berger was saying, if you don't have specific kavana for Avarabha to work, it's not meant to be a birchasatara Avarama. So that if you have specific kavana not to be <coughs> with Avarabha, then you, with Avarabha, could you say the blockers of birchasatara afterwards? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be the same thing. Uh, and I, somebody well, mentions that, that if you do, then then you can have the anti the anti kavana. Yeah. Uh, the bat Yosef is the machaber, isn't it? Yeah. Same. So why didn't he bring the the, the Spanish uh, thing in his sack? Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because he he says usually he's topic, and then he say therefore he says be be very careful. Right. Um, and in can't remember why he doesn't bring it specifically because it's basically he's talking in different contexts yeah. uh, than we are. But so that's why I brought the base Yosef where he's talking more in regard to our yeah. context of whether a person can or cannot yeah. uh, repeat afterwards. Um, but he does say yesh these are not to. Yeah. Uh, but he but he doesn't say specifically in the Shulchan Arach whether or not a person should go back once he read once he already had to skip or not. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. So that was like a more, it was a more clear source where he brings the Rabbeinu Tzafatim. Um, okay, so we, we so we do find that Lamaisa person should go back if he did miss out Birkas Torah, he forgot to say Birkas Torah before, or purposefully skipped them, he should go back. Now, however, we have to get into problem number two, which is, is a person able to say Pesukah de Zimra without uh, say, first saying uh, Birkas Torah? So we have source number 28, we have the Shulchan Arach and the Ramah, uh, and uh, and I, I wrote and the Mishnah Berurah, but it's just the Shulchan Aruch and Ramah here, uh, where the Shulchan Aruch says lo yikra psukim kodem berchas atara. A person should not read psukim before berchas atara. Afapi shehu oimra derech tachanunim, even though he's saying them as tefilos, right? He's saying them as supplications, as requests from Hashem. Nevertheless, a person shouldn't even say those kind of psukim before he says berchas atara. And then, so that's the main psak of the Shulchan Aruch. But then he brings a yeshomrim, right? So whenever you have a stam and a yeshomrim, uh, then generally the shulchan aruch is poskening like the stam. But now he brings a yeshomrim. She'ein lachush kevan she'einu omrim ela derech tachanunim. There are those who say, however, that you don't have to be choshesh when you're just saying them as a request from Hashem. Uh, and he says v'nachol nachosh lesfaru rishona, and a person should. Uh, the proper thing is to be choshesh for the first svara. Not to say even to Philos before a person says Birchas Atara. Uh, now adds the Ramah. However, the Minhag is like the uh, Yesh Omrim of the Shulchan Arach. Why? Uh, and his proof is Sharebi Meha Slichos. There's a big controversy in Slichos if people should say Birchas Atara first or if he should say Slichos first. 
so during Slichos, uh, Elo coming up. Um, so during the days of Slichos, Mispalim Aslichos, Ve'achar Ken Mevarchen Torah, because during the days of Slichos, people first say Slichos, and only afterwards uh, they say Birchas Torah. Uh, and he, he says that that seems to be the minagain um, in Ashkenaz. In Seder Sha'ar HaBrachos, with all the other brachos, they only say it after Slichos. <coughs> he says, V'chein b'chol yom she'nichnasem l'beis ha'knesses omrem kama p'sutim b'tachanunim ve'achar kein mevarchan ala Torah. And also we find every single day people say Moda'ani, Reishas Chachma. Um, Moda'ani is not a Pasuk, but Reishas Chachma is. So long when you tell us inside. Right. What? Yeah, uh, especially if you say the L'shem Yichuds, then you're mentioning Pesukim in the Torah, uh, so you're mentioning a bunch of Pesukim in the Torah, and that's before you even said Birchas Torah. Uh, and he says that we find that that's common practice, so therefore the Ramah says that it's clear that the Minog is like the Yesh Omrim, uh, that we do say Pesukim before saying Birchas Torah. Um, now, however, let's take a look at the Mishnah Bura in source number 29. Uh, source number 29, uh, the Mishnah Um that according to nowadays, the Minag is to say Birchas right after Asher Yatar, without saying any other Psukim before it. In Cain Sviralan, if so, it seems clear. Uh, that we hold that we should not say any psukim even as a tefillah before we say birchas and he says therefore he says um, that even in the days of slichos a person should say and then to skip it afterwards uh, so coming up Elo, this is a, a good thing to know Better to say Birchaz Torah according to the Mishnah Bura before you say Slichos, uh, and then to obviously skip it afterwards. Uh, but we say that the Mishnah Bura holds that, like the Stam of the Shulchan Aruch, that a person lechatchila should not be saying uh, any psukim, even derech tachanunim, before he says Birchaz Torah. And if so, it would come out that so too a person should not skip Birchaz Torah, a because we have this whole shaila uh, if Ava Rabba potters it. And even though we said the Beis Yosef really paskins like the Rabbeinu Hatzarfatim, uh, that a person, even if when he says uh, Ava Rabba, he can't say uh, Berchas Torah afterwards. Uh, but we also have this additional factor that a person should not um, say any psukah de zimra, uh, any psukim, even derech tachanunim, without first saying Berchas Torah. Uh, so because of these two factors, the post can come out that a person should not skip Berchas Torah in the morning, even if he's coming late. Uh, a person should make sure not to skip Birchaz Torah. Uh, a common move, though, that people do is that they'll say it on the run, like in their car ride uh, or while they're going on the way. Uh, they'll say Birchaz Torah. Uh, that is not recommended. Berkowitz was very strong against it. Uh, a, because you're starting off your davening already in a place of non-kavana. Uh, and generally, your davening is going to continue, right? When you start off not having, right, you're on your way, grabbing your talis bag while saying the Birchaz Torah. Uh, so that's going to set the tone for your rest of your davening, and then you're going to be in uh, auto mode uh, without having kavana the rest of your davening. And he also brought a pasuk uh, that, that said, I can't remember what the pasuk was, uh, but there's beferish a pasuk that says that a person should not, um, should not daven to Hashem while, while he's moving on the road. Uh, there is exception. Mishnah talks about while you're on the road in the wagon. 
Um, right? So I asked them that question. Uh, we have, when you're on the road on the wagon, a person should daven specifically and shouldn't ask the driver to stop because then you'll have the pressure uh, of feeling like everybody's waiting for you and you'll have less kavana in that situation. Uh, but that's only if a person's already on the road um, and he's not the, what, he doesn't have any other choice, basically. It's like a bidiyevin. Uh, but but right? you have the option of starting davening afterwards, after you're, after you finish driving to Shul, getting your talis and tefillin and uh, doing all your preparations, or before. So in that situation, a person definitely should not, uh, should not, should not daven uh, while he's on the move. Uh, wait so till you're in a... And you're saying in the wagon case of the Mishnah. He was driving a donkey. So he was driving. I'm not saying it's the same as a car, but he was mm. driving a donkey. Um, yeah. It's a common shiloh all the time because you're, <laughs> you'll be driving be in also, traffic. Maybe it's Yeah. We find even holding a baby. Uh, it comes up for me all the time, like where I'll be stuck in traffic driving, uh, and then I realize, oh, you see the sun setting, and you're like, oh, I'm not going to have time. I don't know if I can pull over on the freeway. So sometimes you have, you're able to pull over or something like that. Sometimes you'll have three kids in the back, uh, and then it gets really difficult, right? So should you should you daven mincha while driving, and you're going to have very minimal kavana, and maybe it's a safety issue. Uh, so everybody should ask their own Shaila. I'm not going to share my pseudonym. <laughs> uh, okay. Not because of the Shabura. It's definitely better. We should be saying the Birkat Torah very early on. Not like the Sidurim where there's lots of stuff before we the Torah. You should say, actually, after you should say Birkat Torah before you say all the Psukim, the Tfilim, and the Brachas. You know, um, that's the other thing that comes out of this Shabura. Um, why do No, but there is an Indian of tefillin and talis before Birch HaSatara. Well, I mean, but I think when the Dishbura is saying, no, you shouldn't put in the... Especially saying psukim with tefillin. Um, I think I'll be our result, like to to put on talis and tefillin before before any tachanunim. Uh, that's why the sidurim have it before, like they put it as the as the, as the as a, yeah yeah. I mean the haraya elokai neshama they they put afterwards. What you're saying when Atro makes a sidur, they don't consult with poskim. yeah, uh, and it's especially like Mishnah Brew over here. Yeah. If, if you wake up at 2 in the morning, 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could for sure definitely say it before. Yeah. Uh, on the trains, on the trains, yeah, yeah. That's different, you're a passenger. Yeah, yeah. And that's yummy. Do you sleep us before? Yeah. 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 So the Mishnah Bura holds you should say Birchas Hatara and then skip it. But yeah, most people yeah. less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, So the the Rama was saying. We see that people say slichos before birchas but then the Mishnah Bura says, really, you should say birchas first. Like that's the proper thing to do, and to be choshesh for the stam of the shulchan aruch. Uh, hmm? uh, sometimes they'll make an announcement. The problem is you wouldn't know when people are saying birchas before, because uh, they're not doing it necessarily out loud. People don't do birchas anyways out loud. They go, they only do birchas hashachar out loud. Uh, so you wouldn't really know what they do. I remember my Rosh Hashiva making an announcement: everybody should say Birchas Torah before Slichos, uh, and that's generally what the what the yeshiva did. Um, so Slichos was always before Brachos. They would do Brachos before, uh, just Birchas Torah before Slichos, and then the rest of Birchas Hashachar afterwards. Uh, because most of the you say Slichos first. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so Lamaisa, we're coming out. Don't skip Birchas Hatara, even if you're late to davening. That's not something that you, a person should skip. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into the Nitilas Yadayim controversy. We find uh, source number 30. We have the Mishnah Brew over here. Uh, and he gets into uh, the topic of um, washing hands. And he says, Yirchatz Yadav, We have two reasons why a person does Al Nitilas Yadayim in the morning. Number one is the rush. And the Rush writes that the reason why we say in the morning, because a person's hands, uh, they're busy at night, right? He touches all kinds of uncovered places. A person's going to touch a dirty part of his body at night. And therefore, a person is required to have clean hands when he davens in the morning. So therefore, cleaning the hands before davening in the morning uh, that warrants the brach of al netila shedayim. The Rajba, however, writes that it's because of a different reason, and he says kasev lefisha shebishach or achar shina anunasa kibri al chadasha. We become like a new human being, and just like the kohanim in the morning, they would when they would serve Hashem, uh, right? They were they woke up, they would serve Hashem, so they would wash in the key or outside of the base of mikdash. So so too dechsev chadashim abakar rabba munasecha tzricham anu lahoydays loy yisparach shabaranu lechvaydi lesharsu levarach shemay. Uh, so, so too, when we wake up in the morning, we're a Bria Chadasha, we wash our hands, uh, just like the Kohanim serving in the base of Mikdash, uh, and we give thanks to Hashem uh, that He created us to serve Him uh, and to bless His name. We go like both reasons, the Chumra, on both reasons, the Inya Netila. And then he, en- he mentions at the end in the bold, if a person didn't say Nitila Sedaim before Tefillah, 
he is not able to say Berchas al Natias Yadayim after the Tefillah, according to everybody, meaning according to both opinions, whichever way you go. Like if you say that the reason why we're saying al Natias Yadayim are because our hands are dirty. Uh, so then after davening already, you already cleaned your hands, right? And you had this whole hefsek of davening. Uh, you cleaned your hands in the morning when you washed, on the, when you washed Natiya Sedayim. Uh, and then you had the whole davening. So afterwards, you already lost your opportunity to say the brach on cleaning your hands before davening. If you say that the reason is you're like the Kohenim in the Beis Hamikdash and you're a Bria Chadasha, a new human being ready to serve Hashem, uh, and you want to show your intentions for the day that uh, the, the whole day is about Avodis Hashem. Uh, so then once again, right, once you already did Natila Sedayim, uh, so now you're not entering into this uh, service of Hashem. You already did the service of Hashem. You already did the davening. Uh, so once it was already done, so then you lost your opportunity to say the bracha on becoming a bria chadasha and serving Hashem because you already served Hashem. Uh, so both ways, a person would not be able to say Yalan Sedayim afterwards. So therefore, Lamaisa, a person should also not skip Nitila Sedayim. Uh, so over here we have the chart of the summary of what parts of Birchas Hashachar can I skip. Elokai Neshama, we mentioned the person can skip. Uh, but lechatchila, you should have kavana not to be yotze in um, in mechaya mesim. So elokane shama person can skip lechatchila. That should be the last thing that a person skips uh, after all the parts he skips in in psukah de zimra. Uh, the last thing a person skips should be elokane shama. But if he has to, he can. Birchas haTorah should not be skipped. Al netilas yadaim should not be skipped. Birchas haShachar. Uh, a person can skip, but you must remember to say them afterwards. Uh, so try to have some kind of reminder. I find that if I skip Birchaz HaShachar, a uh, very high percentage chance that I'm going to forget to say it. Uh, so I try to do some kind of reminder, like I'll tie my tzitzis in a knot around my belt loop uh, or something like that if I need to skip Birchaz HaShachar. So therefore, when I'm taking off my tzalas, uh, it gets caught on there, it's getting stuck, and I'm like, what is going on? Why do I have a knot around there? Uh, so then I remember, ah, I skipped the Birchas the, HaShachar. The, the, uh, there is, just for completion shake, there is a sheet of the Archa Shochan, uh, who holds, sorry, the Shochan Archa Rav, who holds that a person should not skip parts of Birchas HaShachar, uh, because Matir uh, Asurim, a person's going to say later in Shimon Esrei, but all the other Paschim don't Paschim like that, and Lamaisa, a person can skip Birchas HaShachar and should skip Birchas HaShachar uh, if he's coming late, so long as... Arach HaShochan? Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, yes, it is the Arach HaShochan. Yep. Uh, and Hanosin Lasechvi, also in Yotzer HaMaoras. I forgot about that one. Uh, so Matar Surman Anosin Vina. He says a person's going to fulfill them. That's in footnote number eight. There's a small footnote over there where I mentioned the Arach Hashochan. Um, but Lamaisa, the other poskim, don't bring that down, and they say that a person should skip Berchas Hashachar so long as you'll remember them afterwards. Uh, so <laughs> remember to say them afterwards if you do skip Berchas Hashachar. Uh, so that's in regards to all the beginning parts. If a person can skip them or not, Lamaisa, we're coming out that a person. Besides for Birchatz HaShachar, a person can skip Hanosin Vina and on until Amavir Shena. Uh, but Birchatz HaTorah, Elokai Neshama, a person can skip Elokai Neshama B'Dieved, but Birchatz HaTorah should not be skipped, Al Netil Sedaim should not be skipped um, as well. Uh, so now we're going to get up to the last and final question. I'll try to get through this in five minutes <laughs> so we don't go too much overtime. Uh, and part number seven, which is the big question, do you need to go back after you skip parts of Pesukah de Zimra and say them over again once you already skipped them, right? So you came late to davening, you had to skip parts of Pesukah de Zimra, you skipped the Hichavod, maybe you even skipped the Halalukas, 
Um, and then the question is going to be, okay, now that you finished the opening, you have extra time at the end. Should you go back and say the parts of Sukkot de Zimra that you skipped? Or is it not necessary? Or is it even that, no, there are parts of Sukkot de Zimra that were only Masukin before the opening, before a person says, Shemona Asrei and Birchus Kriyashma. But once a ready person said, Shemona Asrei, uh, so then there's no takana for them to say it, and but they specifically shouldn't say it. Uh, so let's take a look. We have the Shulchan Arach here in source number 31. It says the Shulchan Arach in Simon Nun Beis. In Bala Beis HaKnesu Matzah Tzibor Besof Psuki De Zimra. Yedaleg. The Shulchan Aruch says that you find, uh, if you come in, you find the Tzibors already at the end of Sukkot de Zimra, make sure you uh, you should skip uh, the parts that you can skip. The Achakin Yikra Kol Psuki de Zimra, and then the Shulchan Aruch says Stam, that afterwards a person should read all the parts of Sukkot de Zimra that he missed. Below Bracha, without a Bracha Shalifneim, below Shalacharem. Meaning, uh, the Shulchan Aruch really holds that you can skip even Bar Shamar, Ashrei, and Yishtabach. The entire Pesukah de Zimra a person could skip. He says, but afterwards, make sure you go back and say the, the Pesukah de Zimra, but say them without uh, the Bracha in Bar Shamar and without Yishtabach, just all the middle parts without the Brachas. Why? Um, so the reason why is because Pesukah de Zimra was, um, you can only say the Bracha Pesukah de Zimra if you're doing it like the way Chazal or Mesakin. Chazal were misakin to say it before uh, as a preparation uh, for Shimon Asrei. And therefore, if a person already said Shimon Asrei, it's not a preparation for Shimon Asrei. And therefore, a person cannot say the brachos, but he should nevertheless say the Pesukah de Zimra. So it seems from the Shulchan Aruch that a person should go back and say Pesukah de Zimra. Uh, let's take a look, though, in source number 32. We have the Az Nidbaru from uh, Rav Zilber. Uh, and Rab Zilber says, uh, So uh, Rab Zilber says that the only, the poskim and Rishonim, right, including the Shulchan Aruch, that, set, that discuss this, they're talking about if a person skips Sukkot de Zimra altogether. Because once you already said uh, parts, um, once you already say Pesukah de Zimra, they hold that it's no longer Hachana uh, for Tefillah. Uh, and it gets a different status of just saying praises to Hashem every day, which is important. Uh, and, and we can say that the real, really, um, Pesukah de Zimra was only Niskan for Tefillah. Once you already davened. Uh, you no longer have the obligation, and therefore you should no longer say the brachas. V'yesh Omer de Lefize, and Rav Naturunai Goyen says that according to this, Ein Rasha Omram La'achar Tefillah, a person cannot say Pesukah de Zimra after davening, the Ein Zekhevodo Shomakom, and he adds in the Svara, that it's not the covet of Hashem, L'sadr Shvachav La'achar Shekvar Hispalo, where you're going to say the Shvach of Hashem already after you daven. Meaning after you daven, to now go back and say the Shvacham of Hashem, that's already uh, degrading the covet of Hashem. Really used to say the Shvach of Hashem before you daven. Once you already daven and ask Hashem for things, to now go back and say like, oh, I forgot to mention all these amazing things about you, Hashem. Uh, so he's, uh, Rav Natranai Gain holds that that's not appropriate. So he holds that it, there's a negative of saying Pesukah de Zimra after you already daven. You can say it to him any time of the day. I mean, people do. Yeah. And that's not considered a, a, a disgrace to God. Yeah. Uh, no, so he adapted doing it because you missed the Zimra a 
Philip Svar is coming up. Uh, but, so that's only if you're saying it with the brachos, right? You go back and say it with the brachos afterwards. If you're going to say it after davening without the brachos, Rasha Gam uh, like Philip mentioned, of course a person could say Mizmar Tehillim afterwards, uh, and therefore even according to Naturnai Gai, who was opposed to saying Pesukah de Zimra after, after you already say Tefillah, uh, nevertheless according to him it would be Mutter just like saying any other Tehillim. Uh, the Bach was a uh, was opposed to, uh, was a, seemed to be opposed to it, um, even without the brachos saying them afterwards. Uh, and we have to explain uh, that that's because Lamaisa it's a part of tefillah that you're mentioning afterwards. Um, I can see the logic of that because if you're saying it to make up what you're going to say, uh, then what's yeah. the point? Yeah. So then you're if, if you're just saying it like normal to the tefillin that people say during the day, that's not part of davening. That's just a yeah. praise in God. So that's the difference. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, okay, so now let's get to source number 33, the final source over here where it comes out what to do Lamaisa. Uh, so it says the Aznidbaru Mikavan Sha'in Mefurish Lahadya Begamar Shiyesh Khiov Bipsuki de Zimra. Since we don't have uh Bifirish in the Gemara that there's a Khiov in Psuki de Zimra, it's something that came later. Uh Vigam Ainama Fursh Lahadya Shizid Dafka Kol Psuki de Zimra. And also we don't necessarily know that a person has to say all of Psuki de Zimra in order to fill his obligation of Psuki de Zimra. So therefore, and if a person already said some of Pesukah de Zimra, like what we do, even if we come late, we say Baruch Amar Ashrei, and Yishtabach. So since you already said Mixas Pesukah de Zimra, you already said parts of it, so then of course a person already fulfilled his Iker obligation of Pesukah de Zimra, because he said the beginning bracha, the after bracha, and he said Ashrei in the middle. Uh, and a person already fulfilled his main obligation of Pesukah de Zimra with that, and therefore he says, Ein chiyav rak So therefore he says, there's no chiyav to go back after davening and say the psuke, parts of Pesukah de Zimra that you missed, because really you already fulfilled your obligation of Pesukah de Zimra. But however, he says, it's a good thing to be machmer. Uh, and then later at the end of the tshuva, the, the he adds, uh, So therefore I wrote that if a person already says, he already said parts of Pesukah de Zimra, Im habrachos, and he included the brachos lifnei atvila to kavar yatsa yidei chovasa, because he already fulfilled his obligation once he already said parts of it. Lo shayach sheyia chiyuv b'davar. It's not possible to say that there's a chiyuv to go back and say the parts of pesukah dezimra that you missed. But umikol makom nochol nahachmer. Nevertheless, it's a good thing to be machmer lahashdem kol pesukah dezimra and to fill uh, all the parts of pesukah dezimra laachar atvila after tefila, uh, the parts that you missed. But if a person is a bit of an onus, right, he's in a rush, he's got a train to make, he's got to be at work at the 9 o'clock. Uh, or if it's a day where he's very uh, he's very involved in his learning. Uh, so then a person can be makeup. So a uh, person is not obligated to go back and say the parts of Pesukah de Zimra that he misses. I find that it's a good uh, penalty to give yourself. Uh, you know, if you uh, if you start getting away with it too long, then a person can get used to it. And ah, you know, I make davening a little bit shorter, so it's good to go back uh, and to, to say everything. And the Maaseh we find in the Aznidber with Nach on the Hachmer, it's a good thing to be Machmer for. Uh, and obviously, you don't want to make like skipping those parts of like the Halalukas. You're 
you're skipping like a whole element uh, of connecting to Hashem. Uh, so definitely a good thing to go back. And also, when you give yourself, you know, that penalty for missing, you're going to be more careful in the future uh, not to miss, because you see, oh, I'm not, I'm not gaining any extra time by coming late. Uh, so you'll be generally being more careful uh, if you do that. So definitely a good thing to do, good etza, uh, but not required. And particularly if a person needs to be work at a certain time, uh, or he's going to be miss breakfast and be starving the whole day. Uh, so then a person is able to, to skip those parts and uh, doesn't need to go back. All right. Have an amazing week, everybody. Yeah. Yeah.